Well, hey there, friend. This is Sierra, your host for today's podcast episode and the founder of the Boutique Workshop. As a coach, it's my goal to help you as a boutique owner take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. And sometimes part of breaking down a complicated task is hearing how others do that very thing. And that's why I'm really excited to have you join me today for a special conversation that I have with a guest here on the podcast. So grab a notebook and a pen, your favorite cup of coffee, sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with our special guest. Hey everyone, welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra. As usual, I'm so excited to be with you today on a Tuesday just to share a couple minutes with you um, as you launch yourself into the new week. And today I have an awesome guest. Her name is Heather, and I'm really excited about visiting with her because uh, chaos and cookies is her deal. So if you you guys heard the first word in that phrase, chaos. I know so many of you feel like you are living just a chaotic life, trying to run a business, trying to grow your business and doing all the other things. And Heather's going to share some tips and tricks for us today. Um, and so I'm really excited to have you. Thanks for being here, Heather. Thank you so much for having me and nice to see you again. Yes, I know I got to be on Heather's podcast and we had a great conversation. Um, and as we wrapped up, I was like, oh my goodness, you need to come and share with my gals. So I'm so excited that you are here. So your story's interesting. Why don't we start by just tell us a little bit about you and how you, how you came into this chaos and cookies um, world? Sure. So um, I am... Uh, health and wellness background. I went to uh, school in Florida. I, I went to go play soccer and got injured and um, ended up having several surgeries. And so really learning to find my own identity away from sports and became, um, you know, got a certified in health and wellness. And uh, once I started, I have a, a background in uh, marketing and sales in the legal world. I uh, had three kids, I was married, uh, and I was really wanting to stay at home more, but noticed, you know, when you have three kids and they have three different personalities and some yes. have special needs, some don't, your time is very, very stretched. And so after uh, leaving the corporate world, I fell back into health and wellness and became a coach of my own and started marketing on social media and learned that social media was very time consuming. Running my own business was very time consuming. And then trying to also, you know, be a good partner and have, be a good parent, uh, something had to give. And so I created some systems and chaos and cookies was born because chaos is my life. I have three kids. I'm a single mom now and cookies just because a, I like to be organized B no matter how much you clean, there's always crumbs, always, uh, always, crumbs. always, always. And so just learning how to kind of duck and weave, but keeping your sanity. Um, I think that we all try to find balance and for me personally, it's mainly controlling the chaos and not balancing. So yes. you can only control so much, especially just yourself and your environment is very unpredictable. So 
chaos and cookies was born. I have a chaos control system where it's like an SOP or a standard operating procedure for your home. So I'm very regimented, you know, with three kids, they like to know exactly like what's coming. They're young uh, right now at the time of the recording, they're eight, six, and four. So lots of different moving parts. And so I like to keep them like, get up, do this, do this, have some checklists for them in the morning. So then they know what to do and set expectations. And then having dinner around the same time, bedtime, I like to keep to routine and control as much as I can. So. Yes. Oh, so many good things to talk about in there. I'm right now I'm reading the compound effect and, um, he, I was right recommended to me by someone else that I love, one of my mentors. And, um, he talks about this, just having routines, a morning and an evening routine. Michael Hyatt talks about the same thing. I was just listening to a podcast, having book bookends to your day. Um, because we don't know what's going to come up. We don't know what, you know, what cookies are going to crumble before us in the (laughs) middle of our day. But if we at least have a, you know, a very good routine in the beginning of the day, a good routine at the end of the day, and some other pieces, it helps us not feel so chaotic and it helps us feel like we're staying on top of things a bit. So when you're working with clients and you're finding that they feel really out of control, really chaotic, what are maybe one or two things that you dive into them or dive in with them first? Like what are a couple things where you say, we're going to start here to try to fix this feeling of absolute chaos in your life? Sure. So the biggest thing is you want to be proactive and not reactive. So if you start your morning off reactionary, then you're always playing catch up. You're always feeling like you're really in the middle of it and you don't feel like you could ever get ahead of it. But if you start ahead of it, then you can be prepared or it won't be as shocking to the system or the environment. So for me personally, I first say like, look at your schedule, have a plan, look at it the night before and know exactly what you have coming up. And then time block, like give yourself 20 minutes to get dressed or lay out your workout clothes. If you want to work out before then, because you're not going to be able to get it in maybe at your typical time, because there's something that's odd that popped up, like a dentist appointment for your child, your child right in the middle of that. And you don't like to schedule something at that time, but that was the only time they had, or their teeth aren't getting clean for six months, you know, things like that. Uh, speaking from experience. (laughs) So just knowing exactly what's coming up and what is different about that day than maybe a typical day and just playing it out and color coding. I have a written planner that I like to write everything out. And I like my virtual planner because sometimes if I have to like pull it up every single time on my phone, I don't have a really good snapshot in my brain. And so having something open all the time, I can just quick reference and look at it, mark it off. Like something about physically marking it off with like a pen or writing it down instead of typing it or looking at it virtually is a huge difference. It does something to the brain. It actually sticks more. If you are writing it down, you absorb it more because you're intentionally writing each and every letter. And so I'm a really big fan about writing things down. And, um, most of my clients, I will say like, go through and mark off how long it's taking you to do a task. And I have them do that for a full week. You know, how long is it taking you to brush your teeth or a morning routine? Like how long is it taking you to check email? How long is it taking you to just do a post on social and looking at how much time they are spending with everything work or not. 
And then looking at it at the end of the day and not only seeing how much time they spent and where they could improve or combine or delegate out, but also how those tasks made them feel. Did they make, they feel good about doing it? Did they feel like, oh God, it was awful. And then looking to see how it made them feel doing the task and also how maybe it made it feel when they were done with it and evaluating that portion because you want to be as happy as you can. Yes. There it's life. Like there's, I tell my kids this, I'm sure you do too. Like there's things that you do in life that you just won't like. Yes. It's necessary. I'm sorry. Like we don't get to offload everything that we don't care for, but if there's something that just is horrible and just brings you so much pain, then yes, it's something to look into. Yeah, absolutely. So it's interesting, you know, so many of my clients as boutique owners either have small children at home. So they feel guilt when they're at the store and then they feel guilt when they're with their kids. Like they should always be doing something different. Or, um, I have a lot of clients who are still in a corporate job. So they're starting their boutique, um, nights and weekends, maybe they're social selling, or I even have clients who have a brick and mortar space and they're working a job and have a team that they're hiring and they always feel pulled and never feel like they're in the right place at the right time. How can we adjust our mindset to give ourselves permission that where we are at that moment of that day or that week is right where we're supposed to be? Because I feel like this is something that we're we're always struggling with and then we never feel settled and we never feel like we're accomplishing anything. What would be some words of wisdom you'd have for these women in these different situations? So that question takes me instantly back to a speaker that I heard a couple of years ago and she's in the music industry and she produces music and she walked into a big boardroom. I don't know what the meeting was about, but she set the president right away with these major moguls and music people. And she said, listen, I'm a mom. My kids are X, Y, Z, right? They're at school. Um, I'm going to put my phone here on the table. And if it rings and it's my kid, I'm picking it up. I don't care if we're talking multi-million dollars. I don't care about like when your next album hits, I don't care. If I, if I need to go, I need to go. And they're going to have to uh, accept that because a, she's a mom, but she's also a businesswoman. And if it's not her kids, then any of those other calls, we're going to have to wait and setting the president. And I think there were men and women in that, in that uh, boardroom. It just, you want to do business with people that share the same values as you. And mm-hmm. if they have a problem with that, you probably don't want to do business with them anyway. Right. So yeah. going in with that type of mindset where, you know, if I have a meeting with a buyer and something comes up, that's less important to you business-wise, or if it's a kid thing, and it's like something you've already discussed with your child that, you know, I can't make this happen, but there's another compromise that you already discussed and made with them that you have to be okay with that. But also know that it's okay if something comes up and you do have to uh, leave a meeting early because of your family, they need to understand that. So finding a really good balance in your relationships for work and home, um, is a huge thing because you want to make sure that you know what your why is and stick with what your why, because everyone in the room has their own 
why. And it's never going to align with your why because they're doing it for themselves. And so being okay with why you are doing it. And then also being aware of what everyone else's potential why is and not feeling guilty when you stick with yours, because it might not align with what you want to do. And you really need to be in the business of staying out of everybody else's business and really focusing on how you want to do it and when you want to do it and why you want to do it. And mom guilt's a thing. Right now I'm, I'm working full-time jobs. I have my own business as well. And I hear my kids are like, well, you were on the phone or you weren't home when I was home. And I feel like, oh, you know, it kills me because they were so used to me being home, not working, but because I'm a single mom and I have to, uh, pivot and now provide for them and not rely on a spouse. It looks very different and explaining it to them by being honest with them, not, I mean, they're young kids. So doing it in a way, but trying to explain like, listen, mommy's by herself. Now mommy has to do these things. Sometimes mommy will have to get on a call at three and I won't always be done. And I have to feel okay with that because it's the choice that I have to make for my family and they may not understand it, but then making some extra time at the back end, maybe like spending an extra 10 minutes with them, you know, reading a story. Okay. Well, if they go to bed 10 minutes later, then they go to bed 10 minutes later, but making some compromises on the other end of things where you don't feel so guilty at the time of the three o'clock where you can't be with them. So you feel a little bit better at the end of the day when you can create a little bit more me time with them. So just finding some compromise there. And I think, um, stop apologizing for what your life looks like. If you're a small business owner, be proud of that and be proud of that with your kids and your spouse and your friends instead of, Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't make it. Or I'm so sorry that I have to work later. And so instead of apologizing constantly say exactly, you know, like you did with your kids, here's what mom's life looks like. Um, and you guys get to fit into that and that's exciting. And because because of this, we used to tell our kids all the time on vacation, you know, cause sometimes we would have to do work calls on vacation or whatever. And we would say to the kids, you know, we have to work this afternoon, but because we have this lifestyle, which means that we have to work on vacation. Sometimes we also get to take trips any time of the year, um, and helping them understand what that looks like. Same thing with friends or family, instead of constantly apologizing, I'm so sorry. I'm so this is our life and be really proud of it. I think that will help eliminate some mom guilt. So I love that you said that too. Um, yeah, so let's talk really, about, oh, go ahead. I, may I just, cause it's really yeah. important to also understand that you're modeling behavior for your children as well. And so yes. they might be young and not really understand it, but when they are old enough to understand it, they're going to see how mom worked hard for what she wanted. Mom worked hard to make a life better for everyone and they will learn to appreciate it. And it's super difficult to get into that and, and understand that when they're little, because all we hear as parents are, they're only young so long. So enjoy this time. And it goes very fast. Yes. But life, you want to set life up better later too. And it's either do it now or do it later. You're going to have to make that sacrifice at some point. So stretch it maybe a little bit and just gradually, because then you're all, there's always going to be some sort of excuse. There's always going to be a reason why not to do it. And you have to remember the reasons why you're doing it. Yes. I love that. So let's talk about the crumbs 
before we're done today. <laughs> the okay. crumbs. I love that illustration. Well, first I need to know what's your favorite cookie. Cause I know you always ask everybody on the pot in your podcast, <laughs> their favorite cookie. What's your favorite cookie? Oh, well, I'm, I like just a good, soft, warm chocolate chip cookie. I do like okay. where the chocolate eat- like just kind of falls out as you pull it a- you know, yes. pull it apart. And, yeah. You have to be soft. And the key to making a really good chocolate chip cookie is that the butter has to be room temperature soft. You can't yes. eat it up. You can't make it too cold. If the butter's too cold, then they're like, they come out very flat. I've yeah. learned how to make these. And then peanut butter and chocolate are also like so good. I mean, oh, like the peanut so butter good. patty is like the Girl Scout cookies. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's like Girl Scout season right now. So those are the two. But if I had to choose, I would choose probably a chocolate chip cookie. Okay. So if it's nice and soft, it doesn't crumble as much. Um, you know, which is our life as we build it, as we build better systems and processes, we're not going to find as many crumbs throughout the day. If we are, you know, using the wrong ingredients or we don't, or we mix it and we try to do it too quickly. Um, you know, the cookies don't turn out as well and you break them apart and they crumble everywhere. But what, regardless, we're always going to have those crumbs. We're going to have those parts of the day that it's not how we planned it. It's not in our schedule. Um, what do we do mindset wise when that comes? So let's say we've been really diligent with our time blocking and we feel like we're really getting things under control. We feel good about where we are. And then we have this awful day, everything falls apart. Nothing goes as planned. (laughs) What do we do with those days? So first give yourself some grace because we all have those and you can't control what you can't control. Like you can only control yourself and your environment to a point when things want to come in, they're going to come in hard. Right. And so when it rains, it pours. And so allowing yourself to a be like, okay, something come out, came up. It's not exactly how it looks because not every day will look the same. And I always tell my clients to do three high priorities or three non-negotiables and three high priority. And okay. if you had to pick one, say there's just, it's a, it's like a road, like you hit this big roadblock and there's a bunch of stuff happening and it's just preventing you from doing everything that you were on task to do is start with your non-negotiables, the three things. Those are the things that you just have to get done. And then that's it. And then the high priority things that you really were wanting to get done. You were like, okay, my time blocking is great. Oh, but then this big truck rolls through and you're like, Oh, just kidding. You move those three high priority things to your non-negotiables to the next day. So then your mindset can be, well, this truckload of stuff just happened. I can't get to everything I wanted, but at least your mindset can be, well, I'm going to get those tomorrow because that's going to be my non-negotiable. So you can set your sights on tomorrow as like, well, it's okay. They will get done tomorrow, no matter what, because I'm going to make sure that they're on that priority list. I love that. So not leaving your data chance, giving yourself grace when things come up and then having a system to move things that you wanted to accomplish to the next day. I remember, um, I'd get really frustrated when the kids were a little bit younger, when I'd find myself running all over, like running so many errands. And I'd be like, I didn't get anything done. And I would gripe and complain to my husband. And he said, I think you're setting your expectations wrong for the day. And Mm -hmm. I was like, that's interesting. So if I set my expectations that today is going to be an errand running day. And if I happen to get some extra time where I can research or I can do business, great. But the expectation is today that I'm just going to run around. My day was so much better than if I had this crazy expectation, but then the tasks I had in line with the day didn't match the expectation. Then you just set yourself up for failure. So I think even with those days that we plan out expecting that 
this is life and chaos happens and crumbs happen. And when that does, here's what I'm going to do with that. And I'm going to be thankful for what I did accomplish because my non-negotiables were taken care of and I can move my high priority items to the next day. Right. So if you're looking at like a set, like if you're putting furniture together and you have like a set of four chairs and you only got two done, instead of saying, oh my gosh, I didn't get all of them done. You say, well, I got two of them done. I only have two left. So I'm going to go do the other two tomorrow instead of, man, I didn't get the all four done and, and flipping it to a more positive, like I got it started. I've got two done. Woo. And now I got, and the next two will be easier. Cause now I know how to do that. Exactly. By the fourth one, you're like putting it together with no instructions. And so like just turning your mindset into more of a positive one. Like I got two done. I've got two more instead of, man, I wish I would have gotten all of them done, but I ran out of time because my mom called and kept me on the phone for 20 minutes or something, yes. you know, like you just yes. flip it. Yes. Instead of, it. Oh, I got to talk to my mom for 20 minutes and take a small break. I got two done. Now I got two more mm-hmm. <laughs> depending, I guess, on that conversation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. So, um, a couple things before I let you go, first of all, where can everyone find you? If they just want to learn a little bit more about managing their time wisely, time blocking, getting some of that chaos, chaos removed from their life, where can they find you and hang out with you? So I hang out a lot on Instagram at the Heather Greco and also at chaos and cookies. I have, um, a chaos control system. If you wanted more of a physical, like SOP, and it has everything you can think of when it comes to your life and it's digital and you can print it out and make a planner and all the fun stuff. And, um, I do a lot of mom humor. I do a lot of social media tips on how to run your business and I, um, how to use Instagram, very basic how to's and also just some fun mom, you know, videos to bring Love some it. humor and lighten up your day. So yes, go check it's it a out. great, yeah. Instagram. You have to follow Heather on Instagram. So good. <laughs> and we'll put all of the links. So you don't have to worry about spelling. We'll put that all in the show notes here for you guys. Um, what is one piece of advice that you could leave with our listeners today? I would say just give yourself some grace. Don't feel like you have to rush everything. Just really space it out and set some reasonable deadlines for yourself. So if you have a lot of big things, and I know like you're primarily you speak to boutique owners and you have these huge goals, don't put them all like, I have to have everything done by next Friday. Really piece it together where you gradually work towards deadlines that build on one another and don't try to do it all at once because you will get overwhelmed. You'll get analysis paralysis. And then depending on how you are, you could either just like freak out and just get it all done, or you could just freeze and not get anything done. You might just throw your hands up, be like, it's too much. So just set some reasonable deadlines and pace yourself out because it will get done. And if you rush it, then you might not be doing it to its full potential and you'll end up having to redo it. And then it's going to cost you even more time. So if you're going to do it, do it right the first time and take your time. I love that. Do it right. The first time, take your time. Even if doing it right. The first time takes you longer. That is okay. In the long run, (laughs) a stitch in time saves nine. (laughs) My mom used to tell me that all the time. Like just do it right the first time, because if you have to redo it, it's going to take you so much more time, energy, effort, and sometimes money. So Oh yeah. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us today, Heather. Thank you for listening in everybody. Uh, As always such a privilege to visit with you here in the boutique work 
Shop Podcast. Heather, have yourself an amazing day and I will talk to you again soon. Yes. Thank you. You too. All right. See you guys later. Bye for now. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I wanna give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.